Welcome back, everybody, to the Gentleman's Atlas podcast. Let's go ahead and get started. We have a lot to talk about today, and I'm excited to share this information with you. Today, we're going to be talking about financial literacy. Now, you might be asking, why in the world are we talking about this, especially how does it relate to becoming the modern gentleman? Well, financial literacy is important for many reasons, but let's start with first of you having security and being able to pursue happiness. So what is financial literacy? It, the goal of financial literacy is to establish a feeling of control over your finances while also using that money as a tool to freely make choices that build to greater life satisfaction. Gentlemen, the truth is money will not buy you happiness. Money is not the end all be all. Money is not your legacy. Money is not your focus. Money is a byproduct of a life well lived. What money offers you is peace, security, and the ability to pursue things that could make you happy. You know, it's funny because when I think about it, I think of this quote um, from Lamborghini, which says money can't buy happiness, but it can buy a Lamborghini. And that's pretty much the same thing. Now, of course, you know, that's a marketing thing, and I also don't believe that to be true. But I do think that, to some degree, it shows that with money, you have the freedom to do more things. Now, I am a firm believer that money is a tool. It is not good. It is not evil. Rather, it just accentuates the person that you are. Right now, you can change what your behaviors but you know if you're a jerk without money money's going to make you a bigger jerk it's not going to change you and if you're a very giving person if you come across a lot of money you're not going to change into a really selfish and greedy person whoever you are money just accentuates again it's a tool it's not good or bad you're the one that puts it to use you're the one that controls where the money's being allocated to so again why is it important Having financial literacy helps you manage money with more confidence, but you also have a better chance of handling the ups and downs of your life as things are unpredictable and things come up and there's emergencies. Keeping a close eye on your finances can really help you recover and get back on your feet as soon as possible. So here's some ways that financial literacy can affect your financial life. So you can, one, understand how much you earn and spend. Understand where are your streams of income and where is your money going? Are you spending it all on going out? Are you splurging and again, dining out? Do you love to travel? You know, because if you cut unnecessary expenses, that doesn't mean you don't have to live as good. You can just prioritize what's most important to you and then actually begin to save for something like a travel trip or save for your retirement, for example. There's a lot of things that you can do that are gonna be so much better for you in the long run. Um, next is repay, repaying and avoiding debt. 
you know, seeking the lowest interest rates um, and seeing, you know, different ways of debt consolidation and stuff like that. And by no means am I a financial advisor. These are just things that I've practiced in my own life and I've seen work in tens to hundreds of people that are around me. So, you know, if you already have debt like student loans or credit cards or a car, financial literacy helps you choose the best methods to get out of that debt, you know, either on your own or with the help of an, an expert that knows what they're doing in this. And you can also protect yourself from these unnecessary debts or super high interest rates. And then at the end of the day, you can also work towards secure retirement. Now, you know, I think that the traditional way of living and throwing your life for 40 years, 50 years to then retire and enjoy 10 to 15 years of old age, I think that's outdated. And personally, I don't seek it in my own life. But what I will say is that taking advantage of tax advantage retirement accounts will give you the resources to in the future be able to access that. You know, it's just it's just like investing money, except you're going to get that tax free, especially with something like a Roth IRA. There's this wonder called compound interest. And if you were to invest, you know, a small amount of money each month, put aside a small amount, by the time you retire, it's going to grow drastically. It's not going to reflect savings of just like dollar for dollar match. No, because the interest that you gain on that money you put in will gain more money. So like if you put in $1,000 and this 1000 over the long time goes to $2,000, when you gain more money on that 2000 or on, the, on that money, that 2000 gains interest. The 1000 you put plus the $1,000 gained of interest, all that grows together. So now instead of growing what it was at 1000 it grows double that rate. And if it keeps doubling, then the money just keeps and keeps going. So enough about what that does for your finances. Let's talk about what that does for you, your health, and honestly, how other people view you. You know, I think a lot of times people have it wrong today with why they want more money. And it's a big matter of keeping up with the Joneses. Everyone wants to be better than their neighbors and the people around them. They see these influencers living these dream lives on Instagram, you know, taking month-long vacations and getting paid to do so by some company that's sponsoring them with their products. It's unrealistic, it's unhealthy, and it is killing your desires and it's killing your ideals of what should be real, you know. A lot of times people spent years or decades to get where they are or, you know, sometimes the algorithm worked in their favor and they became a hit. I'm not saying they were overnight and excesses and I'm not saying they didn't put the work in, but I am saying that, you know, you can't expect what they live for yourself. And a lot of times they don't always live that way. You know, those are the highlights. Those are the best moments. But you don't get to see them in their bad moments. You don't get to see them when they're down or when they're putting the work in. You know, I feel like that's a big misconception with some careers, especially like entrepreneurship. Where everyone's like, wow, you know, you work for yourself and it's like you get to do whatever you want. You don't have to work all the time. You can work like 20 hours a week because you don't have a boss telling you what to do. Like, it's amazing. But I'm like, a lot of people that actually make it as entrepreneurs... They might show the highlights of them driving the fancy cars and buying the new offices and all this, 
but they love what they do so much that they'll go and put 70 to 100 hours a week in that business because that is what they feel fulfilled by. And they don't do it because someone's telling them. They do it because that's what they love. You know, um, Elon Musk is a perfect example. That guy works anywhere from like 90 to 120 hours a week. Like that guy puts everything he has. And then everyone's like, oh, you know, Tesla had these advantages. and all. I'm like, he put the work in. I'm like, sure, there's going to be some elements of chance that can, you know, help you in your career. But it's unpredictable. And honestly, you shouldn't rely on it. You should welcome it if it comes, but it's unreliable. But he put the work in. He did what was necessary. He did the research. And now look what he's created. Right? He deserves what's come. He deserves the results of his labors. You know, he even didn't even pay himself in a traditional format. He said, based on the milestones of Tesla, I want this sum of money. And now, you know, look where it's made him in comparison to other people. Um, but back again to like keeping up with other people. It's not about what you have in comparison to other people. And if you live that way, you are going to be miserable. You are going to be miserable. You know, it's like, it's better to be happy. I think it was uh, Gary Vee that once said this. It's better to be happy in your Toyota than crying in your Ferrari. Because like they say, more money can bring more problems. It absolutely can. And if you're not good with money when you don't have any, you're not going to be good with it when you have money. Now, the important thing to get out of this is that you become financial literate for you. You do it to take control of your life, to organize your life and create the life that you wish to live. However, I will say this does bring other people into your life. This does bring new networking opportunities. People like someone who's financially literate, especially when it comes to a partner. You know, they want to see someone that can support them, that knows what they're doing and isn't going to, you know, lose all the money they make or isn't going to spend it on unnecessary things. You know, financial literacy is incredibly attractive in relationships. And that's the truth of it. You know, being financial literate will increase your confidence in yourself, right? Propelling again that attractiveness and you know, you have the knowledge that you need to make informed decisions and then you can create actionable plans. And then when people see these steps, they see you sustaining yourself. They see that you can handle yourself and do things in a proper manner. They're like, wow, this is someone I want to be around. This is someone that, you know, isn't changing their spending because they want to impress me or be these things. Like if you want to get something because it's been your dream for the longest time, then grab it. You know, if the money aligns and, you know, you can afford it with money that you have and not money that you're going to borrow, by all means, go for it. But if you're really going to be working 40 to 60 hours a week in a job you don't like, and then after 10 years, you see your neighbor get a brand new Mercedes and you head down to the dealership and spend money you don't have to get a, B to get a BMW on a lease or even finance it because you want to impress your neighbors or show that to everyone that you're doing well for yourself, you'll be miserable the rest of your life. That's a guaranteed way to not find happiness. So I'm going to leave you guys with that kind of the key overviews. Financial literacy means that you have knowledge of what's going on in your finances, where your debts are, where your expenses are, where your incomes are, how you can save and make money work for you, how you can make money an asset. 
and also the fact that money is a tool not good not bad it is a tool it will accentuate whatever the user does again a, a jerk without money is even a bigger jerk with money a person that loves to give without money is an even bigger giver when they have money a person that has no idea how to manage their money and spends it on unnecessary things will only do so when they get money you have to take control of it you have to be the one saying this is how i'm going to spend my money this is how i intend to control it take control of your finances have that peace and security so you can focus on the things that do make you happy because if you're not worried about paying the bills that month or making sure you have enough to cover rent then you can reduce drastic levels of stress because you're not worried about it if you're worried about meeting your missing needs for food or for your rent or for your car payments you're going to be stressed out you are not going to be able to focus on other things why because your brain will not let you rest until you're assured that you can take care of these expenses that's why this is so important it's to give you peace of mind it's to give you stability security and again it's going to make you more confident in yourself knowing you have the ability to do so that's going to do it for me guys today i hope you guys enjoy this episode and i will catch you guys in the next one